people say email marketing is dead. It is still the number one way that small businesses attract new people and maintain their existing customer base. So it's not that email marketing is dead, but when you're sending the same email out to every single person, that's when people are just going to be turned off because you're not really talking to them. You're just kind of treating them like generic nobodies. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast, an auditory journey through the latest in marketing, branding, and advertising. Now, here's your Marketing Expedition Guide, Ray Allen. On this week's episode of the Marketing Expedition Podcast, we get to speak with Ty Goodwin, and she's the CEO of That Marketing Team and the creator of the Liberated CEO Accelerator. She's an award-winning instructional designer with 20 plus years of experience creating learning experiences and content for Fortune 500 companies like Barnes & Noble and tech startups like Lead Pages. You are in for a treat. You definitely wanna hear this and learn about some ways to incorporate quizzes in your marketing strategy to generate leads and build your email list and all of the things that she does. So stay tuned, but first, it's time for our Marketing Essentials Moment, the basics that you need to continue to help you build your brand and your bottom line. And this week's topic, wanted to share the importance of having mentors or belonging to a mastermind group or a peer group or a, another group of like-minded individuals, either in industry or out of your industry if it's local, so you're not necessarily competitors and or belonging to a group that is in your industry that maybe is outside of your local area so you're not competing against each other. So I have been running Pepper Shock Media now uh, along with Drew, my partner, for 19 years. And one of the very first things we did when we very first started is I went to SCORE, which is retired uh executives who want to give advice <laughs> to startup companies, to businesses that, um, or maybe you have an idea and you need to understand what it would be like to become an entrepreneur, what the risks that are involved, the financing that you want to get if you can, or you know all of those different options and opportunities. And maybe you're going to hire somebody for the first time, or I don't know, uh, you know whatever it is, government contracting, if you want to dabble and in, in get involved in government contracting, getting advice from the Small Business Administration, SCORE, other, other types of entities that will offer free advice and or then level up and then pay to be a part of a group. I was fortunate enough to get scholarshiped into doing the Emerging Leaders Program, which was through the Small Business Administration. And I it was a group of, I think, 19, 20 of us that started, and it was almost a two-year program. And then we had smaller um, groups of, of individuals. There were six of us. And to this day, I am still friends with most of those people that are in that group. I am still friends with all of them, but uh, really good friends with some of those people that were in my my group. So think about in your peer group that we had. And, and we met on a regular basis. Up front, it was every week we met and we processed all kinds of things that everyone was having, issues that they were having. We celebrated together. Uh, we discussed many different things and everyone had a different type of industry that they were involved in. But we were all 
all entrepreneurs. We were all leaders. And so being able to have other people who are like-minded, who are at the same or similar level as you are, um, you know, if you've been in business for a couple years or if you're a startup or if you are, uh, you know, a Fortune 500 company, it's great to have these mentorships and leaderships and organizations that you can be a part of. There's so many different organizations out there that have these types of groups, whether it's entrepreneurs organization or young professionals, uh, YPO, um, or I, oh, I also belonged to a um, Renaissance Executive Forum, other leaders that came together and I did pay for it. And again, we still are friends with people who we've gone through these masterminds together. Um, a group of us uh, CEO, women CEOs got together and did our own mastermind, we didn't pay for it, but we still, you know, every once in a while we'll talk and call on each other if we need some advice or just somebody to listen to us, um, go through all of the things that we go through as leaders and as entrepreneurs. From a marketing perspective, the side, the residual side effect um, has been astronomical for me. And this is something I didn't even realize was happening. But the people that I have been a part of either mentoring or menteeing or in a mastermind with peer groups um, or cohorts or any of those types of things, those are the people that become that, that know, like, and trust you. They get to know you. They get to know your business inside out and out. They get to know who you are, what you do, what you represent. And, and then the side effect to this is that you get to do business with those people because they know, like, and trust you, right? So from a marketing perspective, being a part of any of those types of groups can really be beneficial. You can then build your network of people and you're not necessarily there to sell to each other. So that's always a nice thing because you're not there to be you know, solicited to. You're genuinely there out of you know, friendship and mentorship together, right? And accountability, sometimes that's always a, a, another a factor in this because you don't wanna let those people down that you are meeting with on a regular basis. I mean, it takes time to, to go through that and be, you know, and show up and be there, right? So those are all of the things that kind of come from and benefit you from being a part of these groups. And it's lovely to have um, people who maybe have been in business longer than you because then they can share kind of their, you know, trials and tribulations and celebrations and regrets and goals that they've met and set and all the things. So if I could ever encourage you to be a part of something that would help you in your journey, in your entrepreneurial journey or your leadership journey, I would get a group of people that are like-minded, just like you. And even if you are on a path to then get into a leadership role, um, one of the things that I helped uh, start was Boise Young Professionals. And there's um, young professional groups all across the country. And you can look it up and be a part of something like that. Usually it's for 40 and under or, you know, 40 at heart, <laughs> we like to say. But um, I, you know, th that was such a wonderful experience to go through to start that group and be a part of a committee and task force and all the things. And then again, those people that I have come to know over the years, they'll come and they'll recommend us for business. They'll give us referrals and recommendations and ratings and rankings and, and all the things, the reviews, all the things. So if there's anything that you get from this Marketing Essentials moment right now, go find a pure mentoring group or some type of mentorship or cohort that you can be a part of if you have not ever done that before in your business. You will get out of it what you put into it. So be sure to show up, give and take, and make sure that you get the value that you need from where you are. All right, without further ado, let's get into it. 
Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen. I'm the president and CEO of Peppershock Media and the founder of the Marketing Expedition Community, powered by Peppershock Media. And today we have Ty Goodwin. Welcome to the show. Hey, Ray. I'm so excited for this conversation. Me too. Me too. So let's just dig right in. Tell me a little bit about you and what you're doing in Tampa, Florida, and all the fun things that uh, we get to learn about you today. Well, fantastic. So I am Ty Goodwin, CEO of that marketing team, and I'm also known as the Quiz Queen. Um, I've been doing online marketing and being an online entrepreneur for about the last 20 years. It started when my daughter was born. I didn't want to go back to work. <laughs> so um, you know, I, I attempted to start a business and that didn't work out quite as I expected it. Um, but in this most current iteration of my business, that marketing team, we've been in operation for about five years and we've grown our business to multiple six figures. And I simply love my clients and what I get to do. So what do we do? We help our clients generate leads so they can make more sales. Awesome. Everybody needs that, right? We all need more sales for sure. So, okay, quizzes are super fun. People love to take them. They, you know, share them. I mean, I've, I've, I've probably gone down a rabbit hole of different types of quizzes, even those ones on Facebook, right? What, what, what Disney, qu- you know, princess am I? Or who knows what personality type? But tell me a little bit more about the, the, the types of quizzes that you have used that have been very successful when you are trying to generate more new leads. You know, the first time I started taking quizzes seriously was when I left my last day job, which is about five years ago. Um, At the time, I was still back in Minnesota, right? And that's important because now I'm in Tampa. I just could not take the cold anymore. So I've been (laughs) in Tampa. I had to leave that cold weather. But, you know, I, I had an email list that was about two and a half years old because in my last day job, I could not you know, market and do all that kind of stuff. And I used a quiz and within 10 days, Ray, I had 500 people back on my email list and I hadn't talked to those people in about two and a half years. Wow, what a way to like kickstart it or restart it again. That's awesome. Exactly. And I used that to build my coaching business. So fast forward, maybe around six months later, like, hey, well, that worked really well. Let me try it again. And this time I used a Facebook ad to get me in front of people that I did not know. And so one Facebook ad and one quiz later, um, actually one quiz, one Facebook ad, and four months later, I had 9,000 people on my email list. Wow. Oh my gosh. What were the quiz questions? Tell me more. What, 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 yeah. what did you do? Yeah. My quiz was what type of entrepreneur are you? Mm-hmm. And I created that because a lot of my clients were coaches, right? Because everybody said you should be coaching. Um, but they weren't really coaches. Some of them were meant to be trailblazers. You know, they wanted to be on stages. Some of them were wanting to be behind the scenes, doing like the hands-on work. Some of them were actually coaches and then others were just consultants. They don't want to hold your hand. They just want to give you what to do and you go implement it. And so I created that quiz to help my clients figure that out so that we could build the right business. And so um, from there, when I started using um, other quizzes for me and started building quizzes for my clients, they were getting the same results. So for example, my very first quiz client was an eyelash company. Oh, fine. And this was like the beginning of COVID. She started her business in February and we created a quiz called um, what, which eyelash, which which magnetic lash is right for you. I think it was the title of at that time. And, um, I had the screenshots of the results. So one of the results that we got was, you know, after we have a quiz, you have an email series that follows. And that first email that went out 
um, over a two week period of time, it generated twenty three thousand dollars in sales. Oh my gosh! Wow. And we're talking right, and we're talking low ticket like eyelashes, right? So it wasn't like these were twenty five hundred dollar offers. And so after seeing um, the success, and after seeing how fast it was to generate leads. I just kind of fell in love with the whole idea. And the great thing about it is it's not just about growing your list. It's always about getting more data. So one of the things I say, Ray, is that would you marry somebody based on their email address? (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, probably not. (laughs) Now, here's what I always say. If it was Jason Momoa at (laughs) Hotmail.com or Morris Chestnut at Hotmail.com, I'd show up with the dress and the ring on the date. I mean, that's, that's just, you know, I do, I do. <laughs> or Idris Elba at Hotmail.com, that would work too. I'm, I'm flexible, right? Um, but in most cases, you know, we're not going to do that. And we do that with um, our sales all the time. We send, we get somebody's email address and we expect them to buy from us like the next day. And you haven't courted them, you haven't wooed them. Yeah. And so when all you know is their email address, it's kind of hard to keep that conversation going. But if you use a quiz and you ask the right questions, you get to know more about them, their pain points, what their goals are. And so now you can tailor your email messages to them specifically. And personalization in marketing is everything right now. Mm-hmm. Well, like first party data instead of third party data, if they're actually the ones giving you their mm-hmm. email address straight from them, you know, themselves for first party data. That's what we want because third party data, you know, you're only not supposed to use that anymore or uh, unless you've got permission and you have to do the double opt-ins and all this other extra stuff. But I love the idea of having to take a quiz and giving and capturing and getting all that good juicy information about them that you can use to help sell. That's great. What a great tactic. Yeah, I know. I can see how this really could be a wonderful tactic for people to consider in their their marketing things. Tell me some more different types of quizzes that you've done now uh, over the last, you know, you said five years. So there's got to be lots of different things that you've asked and maybe some things not to do. Like what are some things that have not worked out so well too? Well, you know, that's a great question. And I'll start with this because a lot of people say, well, can you just tell me the questions that you use? And the questions are actually based on what the topic of the quiz is. But I see a lot of people make that mistake to say, I know all the questions I'm going to ask in this. And that's not how we do it. We always start with the end in mind. And so, for example, um, we did a quiz for a gynecologist and it was called, where did my O go? Uh-huh. And yes, we were talking about that O, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, you know, the goal was to figure out, you know, are you are you experiencing a decline in your libido? Is it because you're on medication? Is it because you're stressed out at work? Is it because you're not eating correctly? Or is it because you're not exercising? And based on how they answered the questions, you'd be able to tell, right? So, you know, let's say um, a question is, well, how often do you exercise? Yeah. And a person says never. And then how often are do you stay hydrated? Well, I don't do hydration. It's easy to see that, hey, there's something going on in your diet that you might want to check out, right? Ah. And so the questions that help you segment your audience, um, you know, based on their outcomes. And that's, you know, how we've been able to create really accurate quizzes and quizzes that actually give people some value. Because it's not just like, hey, what color is your aura, right? It's ah. You know, like, for example, like the one I just said about, you know, where did my O go? Um, mm-hmm. We did another quiz around, like, what's the fastest way to grow your natural hair? Mm-hmm. Um, we did another quiz around, are you wifey material? <laughs> <laughs> a coach. Or does your relationship need a rescue? 
right? Another one that we did for a dating coach, or we did one for a feminine hygiene company and it was called, what type of fruit is your cookie? <laughs> right? Are, are, you, are you like the strawberry where you're traditional or are you like a passion fruit? Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can see how much that could be a lot of fun. And you would share it with others too, right? Exactly. Exactly. And so that's, you know, you want to make marketing fun. You want to make it engaging. And at the end of the day, we call it a trifecta because your clients win, your audience wins because they get some information they didn't have before. You win because now you've got some better data to do marketing and then your bank account wins because when you do better marketing and when you create that relationship, it's easier for you to make sales. Absolutely. I think that's a great tactic to incorporate in the things that you're doing. And, and like you said, it's then emailing afterwards and then tailoring those messages specifically to what their their answers are in the survey. So you could really segment them out based on what they, they say or don't say or what they say, you know, answer to. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that's so important. People overlook that. And then what you get is like email fatigue. And it's not because people don't want email. You know, everybody will say, or I won't say everybody, but people say email marketing is dead. It is still the number one way that small businesses attract new people and maintain their existing customer base. So it's not that email marketing is dead, but when you're sending the same email out to every single person, that's when people are just going to be turned off because you're not really talking to them. You're just kind of treating them like generic nobodies. Right. It's just very much more generalized as opposed to really focusing in on their their wants and needs and desires. That's very good. Yes, yes, yes. yes. We don't date that way, right? That's right. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) You're absolutely right. And then the more you answer, the more you know, the more data that you're researching and and discovering and and all those types of things too. I I love that. So do you, um, when you work with a client, how does the process go? I mean, you said you start with the end in mind, but what kind of things do you go through when you really want to develop those questions? And and I imagine there's some psychology behind the questions and how you phrase them and, you know, just yeah. ways that you go through and what tools you might use, all of those things. Tell me more. Well, yeah, we've got a whole process and we call it quizzing grow rich, right? And so there's a book coming um, soon that kind of walks through the whole process that we teach. Um, and, and just to, you know, there's an art and a science to this, right? So I, my background is in instructional design, right? Mm-hmm. So I've got a master's degree in curriculum design, instructional design, but I also spent about a week learning how to create legally defensive questions. Ooh, legally <laughs> because- defensive questions yeah because we were creating um we were creating assessments for um stockbrokers in one of my former you know day jobs and so we had to make sure we knew how to ask questions that if if this is certifying them in something it's not gonna penalize them right or they can't come back and say hey you asked me a question it was an unfair question so i've spent some time really learning you know an entire week like eight hours a day learning how to create really really good questions questions. (laughs) oh wow Wow, uh, and so there's an art. Yeah, so there's an art and a science to it. Yeah. And so, you know, the process though does start though with really having a clear understanding of who your audience is and the pain points you're trying to solve. And that's with any marketing, like you know that, right? It's with yeah. any marketing. Um, and people don't always start there. They start with what, oh, this is sexy or this is hot or this is cool. You gotta do the market research and understand who your audience is, and that's gonna make your marketing so much more impactful. Right, right. 
Well, let's talk a little bit more um, about you and your history and kind of the types of clients that you love to work with, maybe ones you don't like to work with, but tell me more. Um, you know, I, I've always been a teacher. I used to be a fifth grade teacher, as a matter of oh, fact. Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, listen, bless their heart. Because I yeah. did that for like two years. And I was like, I am not that kind of superhero. <laughs> right? But I, but I love teaching, you know, and I, I joke, you know, like I love Canva. Like one of the reasons I became a teacher was because I like creating lesson plans and worksheets. <laughs> so we get to do anything <laughs> with marketing. Um, but I, so I love teaching and I do a lot of that in what we do now. So we teach people how to create quizzes or we just will give them the strategy or we'll even build it out for them. I've got a lot of folks who are busy um, at that marketing team. Our mantra is no time, no team, no tech, no problem, right? So if you don't have any of those things, we will literally do your marketing for you. Wait, no. So no, no team, no time, no what? No tech. No tech. Oh, got you. Tech. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I love it. No team, no time, no tech, no problem. That's, That's awesome. right. <laughs> That's right. Because yeah. that's who my clients are. Like they're amazingly brilliant at what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, marketing tech is not their favorite way to spend their time. Um, they don't have a lot of time because they're out there busy serving their clients and delivering. Um, and, you know, then if they just don't have the team for it because they're in that space where they're growing, but they're not quite there yet, mm-hmm. you know, we're able to come in and support them. Now you asked about who I don't like to work with. You know, I really, I have a hard time working with people who don't understand the value of marketing. Mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you a quick story. One of my clients said, well, all you're doing is writing my emails. I said, no, that's not true. There's about seven or eight steps to writing really effective emails. And that's everything from researching what your competitors are doing to looking at keywords and topics and metrics and editing and then adding it to your platform. There's all these different steps. So when people don't understand the value of marketing, and you've probably seen this a lot, I'll create my own landing pages. I'll do my own Facebook ads. Like you do realize there are companies that have an entire department called media buying that all they do is buy Facebook ads. Yep. You who know nothing about ads and I want to do my own Facebook ads. So, you know, if you don't understand the value of marketing, you're really not a good fit for us. Right. Ah, there's this, I, I'm going to butcher this quote, but there's a, a, a quote that I saw or maybe a meme or something out there, but it, they, they, somebody, a client's asking, well, how much do you charge per hour? And then the response is, well, how much do you want to pay for my 20 years of experience? Yeah, it's the value, right? It's absolutely the value of the experience that people have gone through, all the the things that they've already discovered, all the trials and tribulations and, you know, hurdles that they've already had to jump through. And if you are an entrepreneur who has never done anything like that before, what's the value Mm -hmm. of their time, of your time spending trying to figure things out that you're, you know, first time at it, you're never going to get it right to begin with. So yeah, trusting those who know what they're doing is always, always going to be way more valuable, right? Oh, absolutely. And I've invested a lot in learning. You know, I've paid to be part of, you know, mastermind and learning programs. I've probably spent in the last three years, I've probably spent about close to $100,000, you know, in training and learning how to do what we do so that we can deliver it to our clients and they don't have to spend their money on that. Right. 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 Um, and it's funny. I just found a video the other day that said, if you're going to hire an expert, please listen to them. Right. 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 Like people do this all the time. Like you hired me 
But then you're trying to tell me what the Facebook actually is. But if you knew that, why didn't you just do it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, what are you paying me for if you're not going to listen to me? <laughs> but I see people do that all the time. And I'm like, you're only, you know, you're only delaying, um, you know, the results that you could get and you're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, yeah. Well, and another thing that people always uh, don't always have the understanding of is that marketing truly is, uh, you know, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, it takes time yeah. to develop. And, you know, you might try one survey with a series of questions. And if you don't get the results that you want, you could even test it again and test it again. And then, you know, go, do a small sample size and then see how you get those results. Yeah. And, you know, the, the wording, the the verbiage, the, the even the, the way you order the, the quiz questions too, right? I mean, all of that matters. Right. Absolutely. And, and I want to clarify something because I, I hear a lot of people do this. Um, there's a difference between a quiz and a survey. Yeah, and yeah. I, somebody asked me, oh, do you use survey? And I guess they well, not quite. You know, when we are building quizzes, they calculate on the back end. Mm. And a survey doesn't usually do that. A survey and, and most surveys, they just tell me, tell you what I already know about myself, like how many <laughs> kids I have and where I live. Like, I don't want that information back. Like, you're not going to give that back to me. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but a quiz is going to actually calculate and give me a result. It's going to take my information and crunch it and do something on the back end to either give me a score. You know, like um, we were working with a real estate agent. And so her quiz was around, um, you know, how motivated a seller are you? Right. And so we could actually use a score based quiz and say, hey, you know, you got a 90 out of 100. You're really motivated to sell. Or if you got a 10 out of 100, you're not really motivated to sell. You know, maybe you should just stay put. Right. So, right. you know, we're able to build different kinds of quizzes based on, you know, the hook and the information, but it's still not a survey. And I really want to help people understand that because nobody really likes to take surveys, right? right. Unless you really, pay yeah. me. Like, I don't want to take right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know we're constantly trying to get, you know, customer feedback and surveys and we have to lure and bribe people basically with gift certificates in order to then for me, they to even get motivated to maybe want to take it and then they drop off because no one wants to do surveys you're right unless you're getting paid or it's something you know wonderful that you're going to get in return but uh quizzes on the other hand yeah those quizzes are always always fun and it's it's fun to learn more about you and you know those yeah assessments like the personality assessments i mean i love to do those yeah because you're giving value you know and again we're all we're we're a little narcissistic right we want to know oh tell me about myself right but you know if you're giving me a quiz like the one that we have like we have a quiz out right now called um you know what type of marketer are you um and in that quiz it'll give you like four different you know profiles like are you the minimalist marketer are you the prayer warrior marketer where you like you you just pray (laughs) (laughs) you put a post out there and you pray to the facebook algorithm exactly it's like this right fingers crossed i hope it works (laughs) exactly right but when we give people that kind of feedback about themselves and say hey listen you know you're a minimalist and you're like you know a a prayer warrior when it comes to your marketing you need some strategy behind it to make it work for you like oh wow i didn't realize i was doing those things and it's hurting me mm-hmm. so a quiz is going to give people value and that's such a great way to start off a relationship right oh you know what we we, we have to develop a quiz are you a good client yes or no <laughs> do you right. listen to your people that you hire yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, that's totally doable. Actually, we have a framework for that because (laughs) we've been batching like quiz questions so that we can like do some reselling of them. And that's going to be coming up a little bit later for us, but we've been batching that. And so um, one of the quizzes that we have is coaching right for you right now. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right, because people think they need coaching, and maybe sometimes you just need some mindset stuff, or maybe you don't need coaching. What you need or is the therapy. To to open it, right? <laughs> therapy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's that's true, and that is a hundred percent true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need coaching. You need Jesus. Okay. You nope, know? Nope. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally get that. I can't wait to to read your book. So you're you're writing a book right now. Yes. Okay. And mm-hmm. and it's so quiz and grow rich. Tell me a little bit more about that. What made you decide to do this? And what are your plans for the book? And when are yeah. or do you have a launch date already? Um, the launch date is going to be around Black Friday. Right. So I got to kick it up in gear. And so what I did was, you know, I've been doing this webinar for about two years um, and just, uh, you know, a quick lesson on repurposing content. So we've taken the webinars that we've done and got them transcribed. Um, and so now we're we're turning it into book form. We've already got a quiz and grow rich workbook. Right. But the book actually gives some, you know, more in-depth case studies. It gives you some of the psychology behind why quizzes work and some of the art of how to craft really good questions and hooks. And I love, I love writing. I'm a book nerd. My first, one of my first jobs was at a bookstore, you know, and so <laughs> I'm a total bibliophile. And so it's just another way of me to do what I love in my business, but mm-hmm. also deliver some value to folks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm sure I don't need to throw a bunch of statistics and percentages at you for you to know that most of us spend too much time staring at screens. Being able to consume your content on the go means that your clients and customers can listen and learn from you without being tied to their desks. With Hello Audio, your customers can put their phones down, power off their PCs, close their MacBooks, and get the information they need from you while they're, let's say, walking a dog, doing a jigsaw puzzle, washing the dishes, maybe when they're in the car or exercising on the treadmill, sunbathing in their garden. Well, Hello Audio makes it incredibly easy for you. No more hours spent trying to figure out tech settings or trying to make a square peg fit into a round hole. You can click publish on an audio feed in a matter of minutes and have control over who accesses what. So visit peppershock.com offers and sign up for a free trial of Hello Audio. So these webinars, tell me more. If people want to listen to the webinars, what do they need to do? Um, yeah, so the webinar is called the Leads Workshop. They go to leadsworkshop.com um, and that's where they can find, it'll talk about how to get 300 leads in 30 days every single month on autopilot because right. that's what we commit to with our quizzes. Um, if we don't get you 300 leads in 30 days, we will work with you until you get your 300 leads. That's our guarantee. Um, and we and people tell me, well, don't say that number to people. I say, I can say it because I can back it up. Yeah. You know, with the right ad spend and the right strategy. Now you got to do what we say, right? But that right <laughs> ad spend, that right strategy, you know, you're not going to, let's be clear, you're not going to get there spend, spending a dollar a day, right? That's just not going to happen. Um, but with the right ad spend and strategy, it's very easy to get at least 300 leads, um, you know, in a month using a quiz if you have the right support and the right system in place. Now, when you say leads, are you talking people giving you their email address or beyond that, like where they're giving you more information, they're engaging Mm -hmm. with you, all of those types of things? People that fill out that complete your quiz and give you their email address. Gotcha. Yeah. Because what we say- People are taking the quiz. Yeah. At at least. 
that's good. That's good. I, yeah, love I mean, it. listen, I love you know, you know, when we do our quizzes, you know, we're seeing, depending on how much we spend, um, you know, we're seeing, well, let me talk about conversion rates because this is important. So yeah. like your traditional conversion rates for lead magnets is about 15 to 20%, right? So I love Canva checklists, create them all the time, yeah. but for every hundred people, I'm only going to get like 15 that say yes to that. Mm-hmm. With quizzes, we've seen them convert up to 60%. So that means for every 100 people, 60 of them are going to say yes. Now, for my friends who are out there who've been trying to grow their email list and you're stuck at 200, could you imagine Mm -hmm. a month of just sending 100 people, even just 100 people, and you're getting 50 or 60 new people to your email list? Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Right. And so there's power in that. So that when I'm when I say a lead, you know, we're talking about people who complete the quiz and now they're on your email list and you get to nurture them with amazing content. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I've, I've seen this happen before where we, quizzes have been gone out and, and get the results back. And you're right. I mean, it does convert because then they have interest. They've spent time. They've invested with you a little bit more than what you normally would if you just send them an email and expect them to click on a link that they're not going to get anything in, re- in those results back to you. Right. So I think it's yeah. really the, the secret is getting the results back to them because then they're now they're interested. They want to know, you know, more yeah. about themselves or whatever it is that they answer if it's trivia questions or whatever the case might be, you know, um, right. you know what, like I said earlier, what Disney princess I might be or what, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, people, people, and, it, and it's, it's that value. Like we've got a quiz framework for, you know, what type of Facebook ads are right for you mm-hmm. because people don't know, you know, I'm just going to do a, um, I'm going to do a traffic ad because I just want a whole bunch of traffic. Well, that doesn't always work. Right. There's some some really specific situations where that's the thing. But for most of us, that's not going to work. So, you know, it's it's really about giving, you know, value to people. And one of the things in our quiz and grow rich system is like we've got that whole thing templated out so that it's not just the questions, but it's the outcomes. Mm -hmm. And then most importantly, it's the emails. Right. Right. The follow up is the critical key. Oh my gosh, there's fortune to follow up, right? And so we've got a whole templated system for how you can take content and create those emails. And we're talking like five to seven emails for each outcome because it's segmented. Um, But we've got that system nailed down that makes it really easy for our clients to feel like, you know, copywriting froze by the time you run. Nice, nice. And I love that there's already the framework there. So you don't have to just kind of dream it up yourself and take the time because that's the other thing too is that it would take so much time to come up with this all on your own and oh, yeah. uh, and not having having it proven or tested or you know at least have something similar mm-hmm. I mean I'm sure you can customize it to your own industry or your own company but I mean yeah. at least that there's already some proven metrics and and some results mm-hmm. out there I think that's really that's, that's a great business model that you have got going on here I love it <laughs> Yeah, I'm so excited because I I love what I do. It's a lot of fun, but it's also really delivering value to people at the end of the day. Absolutely. So, So, okay, beyond the book, what do you hope to see in the next, I don't know, year, two years, five years from now? What do you, where do you want this business to go and grow? Well, I do have some goals to hit a seven figure business, right? But one of the things I'm really excited about is we're launching a podcast Mm -hmm. um, and it's called the Liberated CEO Experience. And it's connect. It's called that because I am going total digital nomad. 
Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kicking things off in December. I'm going to be in um, Panama City, Panama for 23 days. Um, and so, you know, I'm excited about launching this new leg of life where I'm just taking my laptop, helping people build quizzes all across the globe yeah. and just being liberated. Have laptop will travel. <laughs> and you said your daughter, I mean, so your daughter's probably about 20 years old now since you started the, the first time around. And um, yeah. yeah, coincidentally, my, my um, our business has been around for 19 years and I, mm -hmm. you know, have a, a high school senior. So at some point mm -hmm. and, and, a, and a freshman in high school now. So at some point, yeah, have laptop will travel. <laughs> oh, there you go. And you know something else that's cool. My daughter actually works in the business. She's been building quizzes. Uh, she builds quizzes and builds email automations. I mean, she's been building things in active campaign Infusionsoft. So she's got some marketable skills, you know, as a result of working in the business for us. Yeah, actually, that brings up a good point because a lot of people, I think right now, are really trying to test different technologies out and understand tech. You mentioned active campaign and Infusionsoft, and there's several, several of them out there. Do you have some favorites that you really like to work with above others? I do. And I'm going to do a, um, you know, a, a shameless promo here. But, you know, um, last year we white labeled a CRM uh -huh. um, called Lead Momentum for our clients because so many of them were using like 50 different tools and they couldn't wow. figure it out. And so we just said, listen, you know, we'll create, you know, the CRM. We white labeled a CRM. We use It's based in Go High Level, which is really popular right now. Mm -hmm. But our version of it has some extra kick to it because of the content and the funnels that we built into it but that's my favorite tool and I was never an all-in-one tool before that yeah. you know because it just didn't feel right but you know I've been playing in this for almost three years now um, and it's an amazing amazing tool to have um, but for quiz you know for quizzes if people are interested in that yeah. um, my top two quiz tools right now are try interact Mm -hmm. um, and the other one is Outgrow. And I've got some links that I can share in your show notes for both of those. If I would want. love to, for sure, for sure. If you've got some affiliate links, bring it on. We'll, we'll, we'll share them out there in the world. Yeah, no, I think you're right because there's not really a one tool fits all. Right. Everyone has to have different tools for different things. And sometimes if you try to get the one tool fits all, it it's gonna be some it's gonna be really great in some areas and then fall short in other areas. So then you go to another tool because it's really great in that, you know. So then it's kind of like cobbling all these together and making them all talk and trying to automate it. It's it is the tech stack is is unreal. And every day there's something new that comes out that you oh, I have to check it out and see if it's any good or not, or you know, so you're it, it is kind of that ongoing, you know quest to find the right tools <laughs> yeah yeah it gets it gets hard it's not chasing after that bright shiny new object oh it I, know, I know yes. you know yep. but you yep. but you learn you yep, learn absolutely <laughs> no i i hear you um okay so if you could step into my shoes for just a moment pretend you're being the interviewer because you're going to be doing this now pretty soon right you're going to interview other people or are you going to for your podcast so um what question did i not ask you that i should ask you Oh, um, what are the, what are the top mistakes, top marketing mistakes that you see people make? Okay. Ready? What are the yeah. top marketing mistakes that you see people make? <laughs> oh, that's a great question, Ray. Oh, great question. question. Yeah. And I, and I talk about this stuff all the time. Like one of the top things is just not doing the research, you know, research is not sexy. 
you know, it's like, I just want to choose this audience because it feels good. And like, they will feel good, but they will not pay you. Um, <laughs> so, you know, doing the research to really understand the needs of your, your client and who's willing and able to pay you, um, you, you got to do that if you're going to be effective in marketing, because there's just so many entrepreneurs out there. The barrier of entry has never been lower before. And so to cut through the noise, you've got to really, really hone in on your messaging and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the second thing is like, people don't give it enough time. You know, I think <laughs> Facebook and tick, tick to gram, right? Making up some words there. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> the <Facebook. you> know, <laughs> Exactly, right? They've got, they've got people believing that if I just get this one magic viral reel, I will get all the followers and then I'll make all the money. And that is not how this stuff works. And so um, it's kind of like having kids in the back of the car. Are we there yet? No. <laughs> Every time you ask me, I'm going to make, I'm just going to go slower. <laughs> oh my gosh, absolutely, right? But, you know, it, it takes time. And, you know, folks have to understand that there are companies like, you know, Google and Amazon that everyone knows, and they still advertise. They still promote and market. So if they're doing it right. and they've got entire departments You've got to do it too, and you've got to give it some time. And I think, you know, the third mistake is I would love to see, um, especially women entrepreneurs, just be more confident. Right. You know? Absolutely. Be more confident. The marketing rose do a really good job of, oh, we got 10,000 leads and we made six figures and eight figures in two weeks. They're really, really good at telling their stories. And a lot of times as women, we kind of downplay how freaking amazing we are. And and we've got to stop doing that because the only way that our clients are going to find us is if they believe that we're able to help them. And, and they're not going to believe that if we're not really talking about the successes and wins that we've helped our clients get. Tell those stories. Absolutely. And not be uh, ashamed to share, share exactly what you've done and how you've done it. I love it. That's great. Mm-hmm. Good advice. All right. So those are some mistakes that people make. Excellent. Thank you for sharing. Um, So, okay. One more question for you. Um, What if you, to market your own business, because you're a marketing company, if you had unlimited budget to be able to market what you do for others Mm -hmm. to then purchase something from you, since we are on a marketing journey, what would you do? What would you spend your money on? If, if somebody said, here you go, here's an unlimited budget for you to market your own business. What would you do? Mm-hmm. What would you spend it on? Oh, that's such a good juicy question. Um, I would probably, I'd probably spend it on like producing a really amazing podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like full bells and whistles, have my own studio. You know, and, you know, at the, in the podcast, I'd always promote our quizzes, but, you know, I, I, I would love to have like a super big budget for a podcast and, you know, pay amazing people to come on and all that kind of stuff. That'd be so much fun. Oh my goodness. It would be be awesome. Right. (laughs) I support that 110%. (laughs) Excellent. Well, this has been such a treat to get to talk to you today and share all of your nuggets and wisdoms. And I just have a million thoughts now of things that I could do and work with you on. I just, you know, think that this could be a great, great uh, aspect for us to, to, partner on so I'm definitely going to follow up and and I want to see what quiz we can do next (laughs) so much fun Ray so much fun yeah um tell the people how they can reach out to you and get in touch with you if they're interested in having you do some quizzes for them 
Um, you can always find us at thatmarketingteam.com forward slash quiz. That's a great place to start. Um, if you're looking for me to connect personally, it's Ty Goodwin, T-A-I-G-O-O-D-W-I-N. And that's on Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, TikTok. Though I don't recommend you go look at my TikTok. But <laughs> I know, I'm the same way. <laughs> I got some crappy stuff on, but it's kind of funny actually. Maybe a little bit sad, but you can take a look at it for, for kicks, right? Yeah. Um, but definitely on Instagram, I'm hanging out there, and it's all under Ty Goodwin. No, earlier you called it TikTokgram, so you know <laughs> we'll create our own platform together. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Oh, this was so much fun, Ray. Thank you so much for being so much fun to talk to. Absolutely. And for those of you listening, the very best thing that you can do for Ty and I um, is to share this with others and then give us a good review because those are like gold in the podcast world as you're soon to learn. (laughs) Um, And then we'll uh, get this out. And then uh, also just a quick little plug um, of the Marketing Expedition community to get more of all of these types of little nuggets that we learned today and others. And we'll have you join us there. And until next time, everyone, want to enjoy your marketing journey. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Want to continue the journey? Don't miss out on new episodes. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. Start your adventure today. Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more.